We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to the DFS pregame show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD. If you want to follow me on Twitter, and it's Tuesday, November 22nd, and uh, it's kind of toss up Tuesday, maybe a shorter show. I don't feel too well. Uh, we got World Cup soccer. I can talk all you want about soccer if you need some uh, advice how to build your DFS lineups on DraftKings. We've already had a uh, you know big slate yesterday, 100K to first. Now there's 20K to first. Uh, today and tomorrow and pretty much for the next uh, two and a half to three weeks as the World Cup is on. It's on TV. You can watch it. It's on Fox right now. But give me those thumbs up so you know how much I love those in the morning. Hit that thumbs up button. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. Good morning, Defic. Good morning, Wataz. Good morning, Doug Montgomery, Suki Singh, Bark B, Joe Mack, Kickstart, Pierre Dota. Good morning. It's kind of a toss-up. It's up to you guys in chat. Okay, this the show will pretty much go as long as uh, as there are questions and comments in the chat. It's a it's kind of a light Tuesday. We got a what a four game NBA slate later today. Uh, the, the Thanksgiving slate for NFL is coming up on Thursday, and then we got these three game uh, soccer slates. And uh, and uh, I did not have the Tunisian keeper, uh, and I, I only play I only play like six lineups. Typically, I play a cash. I play primarily cash games. Then I play like a five fifty-five lineup, and then I typically play like four large field lineups or for the king of the pitch qualifiers or stuff like that. So uh, I did not have the Tunisian keeper in uh, in my lineups. He scored fifteen for like thirty-eight hundred. Um, not saying that he ha- he's going to be necessary, but uh, you're in a good good spot. We got him. Uh, but I did I did play Erickson in most of my lineups because. Uh, yeah, when you when you're the monopoly set piece taker of a minus one seventy favorite, uh, you probably should take that guy, right? Also on penalties, 
right? You have to identify those types of players. And then we also had like Anis Ben Slimani. He put he put up like six and a half points. He came off at the 66 minute, but he was on a prime. He was the primary set piece taker for Tunisia, and he was only 3K. So it's kind of like the value play of the slate. Uh, but uh, now the the Mexico Poland games going on. Uh, I know I got uh, I don't got that much of this game and some GPP lineups. This is more of a GPP game. I got uh, I got the goalkeepers. Uh, then I got some some Poland, you know, Maddie Cash, uh, Zaluski, some Zelinski, and then uh, some. So I, I got like one or two lineups with like Vega. I didn't play Lozano, of course. He's Chucky Lozano. He's going to score, but uh, the total in this game is the lowest total out of the three, which of course means it's going to be three three, right? Because we saw it, er, we we saw we saw. You could have saw it early in the morning, five a.m. Argentina minus one thousand favorites. Over Saudi Arabia. I'm not even, I don't even think Saudi Arabia has ever gotten a World Cup win at all. They barely ever made the World Cup. I don't think they have a win ever in the World Cup. And uh, they beat Argentina two to one. They had three total shots in the entire game and they scored on two of them. Argentina did, Messi's never going to get a World Cup, right? He's just, he's never going to get a World Cup win because Argentina, you know, good team, but they, they, they kind of blow it. Netherlands is kind of that way also. Great team, and then they blow it somehow. Uh, Defix says, DK locked my account all day Sunday due to the issues they were having. I had placeholders for, like, King of the Peach entries. Manus, I've ever been playing DFS. What, because of what, what's been going around as far as, uh, you know, the hacking or someone, you know, stealing passwords or whatever. Yeah, if you use, like, like uh, e-checks or, you know, the ACH transfer, if you use poker sites or sports betting stuff with your bank account. I believe that's what I've seen. It seems like it, 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 there's, there's more press about it than I think there's actual money being stolen. Right. And I think that DraftKings or FanDuel or whoever will, will take care of you. If, if, if that ends up happening, change your passwords, turn on two factor authentication on your, on your, on your, on your DraftKings and your FanDuel accounts, your Yahoo accounts or wherever. Uh, just to be safe, right? You don't want pe- you don't want people logging in, changing the bank account information or whatever, and then uh, then taking thousands upon thousands of dollars. T Mac has a question. Good morning, Blender. You mentioned last week that soccer was a similar to hockey; that it was a linear sport. I'm I'm not sure what you mean by linear sport. Can you explain what you mean by that? Can you explain what you mean by linear sport? I'm not exactly, I'm not exactly, I'm not exactly sure what I said. Soccer is, soccer is more similar to hockey where uh, most of the ceiling points are high variant, goals and assists. While the peripherals, depending on the type of player, will be more normally distributed. So basically, when you look at projections in soccer, you're seeing mean projections. You're seeing the middle, but you're not seeing the distribution of how you get to that middle. And there is a wide variety of players, playing types that are more likely to get peripheral points and ones that are more likely to get goals and assists. So the ones that are more likely to get goals and assists typically have bimodal distributions, meaning that either they get four or they get 18, but they don't get 10 that often. Right, they don't get nine that often. They don't get somewhere in the middle. 
But for guys that are like wide winger players, attacking fullbacks, set-piece taking players, they're going to get more consistent crosses, more consistent chances created, more consistent fouls drawn, stuff like that. Where we saw today, I mean, Erickson, Christian Erickson put up 19 points. He didn't have a goal, didn't have an assist. Because he's the monopoly set-piece taker for Denmark, and they got like 14 corners and a bunch of free kicks. So he got like 15 crosses, four shots assisted. I think one shot, one shot on goal. Like, so that type of player, like you, they could, they could score a goal's worth of points is 12. So someone like Erickson could score a goal and a half's worth of points without a goal or an assist. While you have like forwards, center forwards primarily. So if we take here, if we take a just look at raw fantasy points, like, Christian Erickson in our projections had a mean projection of 17.6. Olivier Giroux has a mean projection of 13.41 at 9K. Now, Olivier Giroux is a center forward. He's not going to be having the ball at his feet, dribbling around people. He isn't going to be crossing the ball in. He's going to be the one getting the end of the cross. He's going to be in the center, right? Trying to get his head on the ball or his foot on the ball. So he's not, he's not going to be touching the ball that often. He's going to be touching the ball close to goal, though. So maybe Giroud has two or three shots, but he's not going to get, he's not going to really get any, I don't, he's not going to be in position on the field to get crosses. He may get, he may have a foul drawn. He may end up committing two fouls also. Probably not passes intercepted, tackles one. He's not going to have many peripheral points. So his 13 is more of the fact that he's like, he has like a 45% chance of scoring. And like 15% of the time, he scores two goals. So all of that is incorporated into this 13.41 mean projection. So in a game that he has no goals or assists, most likely he scores like four points. If that, so he may have two-point games, three-point games, one-point games. He rarely will score like 10 or nine. He may score 12 or 13. You know, one shot, one goal. There you go. You're done. Maybe a foul drawn. There's 13 points right there. So, like, guys like that are typically ceiling plays because they also have the ability to get two or three goals. But someone like Griezmann, for instance, Griezmann's projection is 16.54 for France. Now, Griezmann takes a majority of France's set pieces, which means they'll take corners and free kicks. He's also going to play in the hole. Most likely he's going to play in like the 10 position. So he's going to have Mbappe on one side forward of him and Giroud on the other side forward of him. Or they may play Mbappe on one side and Griezmann on another and, and Giroud in the center. But he's going to have the ball at his feet a lot more. So he's going to get the ball and he's going to be moving around. He's going to be getting a lot of passes. You know, the midfielders and the defenders are going to be passing the ball centrally to him. And he's going to be distributing the ball to the forwards which means he's going to have more opportunities to create chances, more opportunities to draw fouls. And then because he's also on free kicks, he'll get a shot, you know, shot, shot on goal there. Corner kicks, he'll get crosses and potentially chances created there. So like Griezmann could get to his 16.54 mean projection without a goal, without an assist. While someone like Mbappe, right, who is 16.18, he may take a corner or two. He may. He probably is not on penalties. Griezmann is on penalties, most likely. 
So Mbappe, Mbappe plays with the ball at his feet also. He gets fouled a lot as well. So he is a little bit higher of a floor than Giroud. But Mbappe is, is 11.6K. A lot of his 16, his, his goal scoring odds, I think, are, are, uh, are 58%. I think he's like minus 120 or something to score. That, which means like maybe 25%, 22 to 25% of the time he scores two goals. And like 8% of the time he scores three goals. Now three goals, that's, he's going to be putting up like 40 points. So that's included in that mean projection. So if you're playing something like cash games, you're typically focused more on guys like Erickson and Griezmann and less on guys like Giroux or Lewandowski, Casper Dolberg, those types of guys that, Really, most of their points, most of their projection comes from when they score a goal or when they're involved in a goal, whether it be a goal or an assist. While guys like Erickson, Griezmann, uh, Vega, even Zelinsky, Luis Chavez, I guess. Some of these guys, even Dembele, right? If he was in for France, I'm not sure if he starts today. Lozano, Lozano and Vega, because they're wide. Like uh, Mexico is lining up with Martin in the middle, Lozano on one side, Vega on the other. And, and Vega will take a partial, uh, Vega and Chavez will likely take their set pieces. But Lozano is very active on, on the other wing. So he'll send in some crosses. He'll get, he'll draw fouls. He'll, you know, he'll, he'll do stuff out there. So he has a little bit high. He has a higher floor than like Martin, who's uh 6,600, right? He, he has a seven point projection. He's also only projected to play 70 minutes. He probably gets substituted at some point. So like Henry Martin, like he rarely ever gets seven points. He's going to get, he's going to get you 12, 14, or he's going to get you two. But someone like Lozano and Vega, they're more likely without a goal and assist. Maybe they show up with eight or nine points. Maybe they don't hit 12 without a goal and assist, but they're more likely to get you eight, eight ish just on peripherals. So that's the difference. So like, I don't know how that compares to hockey, but like the guys that are are more likely to to whip the whip the puck in or you know shoot from the the wings or something. I guess those have higher floors. I guess the centers have higher floors. So it's not exactly like hockey, but it's very similar. Like home runs in baseball, like touchdowns in football. That's what goals and assists are in soccer, and hockey is, is higher scoring than soccer. So in hockey, you know, a, a, an average game probably has four or five goals. Most of the totals in these World Cup games are two, two and a half. So if you're playing cash games, typically you want it, you think in terms of, if all the games were 0-0, what would be the best producing lineup? So like if we just were to optimize, like right now, our, based on our current projections, obviously the Tunisia-Denmark game, you know, already happened. But like, if you play like the optimal lineup, like right here, this is our projected mean optimal lineup of 88.28. But I I didn't play this lineup in cash. It doesn't even, it has Griezmann, it has Erickson, but I'm not going to play Skull Valson at, at 8,300. I'm not going to probably not, well, I don't even sure if Dembele is even going to start. Then you have the, the lowest price keeper who could easily put up, yeah, his mean is six. But 20% of the time, he puts up negative points, right? Because he's, he's the big, biggest underdog goalkeeper. He lets in three goals. He has no saves. Minus six. But there are also a lot of times that he lets in three goals and also has 
seven saves and has two points. Or he lets in one goal and has four saves and he ends up with six points. So his range of outcomes is much wider, even though his mean is six. Erickson and, and Griezmann, those guys are fine for cash games. Skovalson has a little bit better, has a better floor than Dolberg for Denver, for, for Denmark, because he does play wide. But it's a pretty hefty price at 8,300 to play for a guy that has maybe like a six-point floor. And much less goal-scoring odds than like someone like Dolberg. So like I wouldn't play this lineup in cash. Like this was not my cash lineup. Right? You're probably going to play Ben Slimani, a 3K set-piece ticker for Tunisia, Ericsson and Griezmann in this lineup. We may play one of the two Tunisian uh, wingbacks at very cheap, 3K, but you probably wouldn't play these all together. So once I take up like Skov Olsen, I go, okay. Now I get this. And now I get a, a 6.1K Molly, who's a, be- a high ceiling player, but do I really want to spend 6,100 for a guy that realistically has like, uh, he, has a, he has the best floor of all defenders, but at 6,100, may not be worth it in this lineup. Same for Pavard. France doesn't really cross that much. So 5,200 for a fullback on France may not be worth that much. I kind of, let's see if I could get Mbappe in here. Right? So if I could get Mbappe in here to fill two forward spots, because you're not going to find really any other forwards that have a floor other than goals. So why not play the best forward when there's value on the slate? So I could lock Mbappe in and I get a lineup like this. This looks more like my lineup. 85.45. 85.45. So you only sacrifice like one point in mean, but this lineup has a much higher floor. And if you didn't want to play Ryan at goalkeeper, because his range of outcomes is quite wide, you take him out. You get Domin and there. You could play this lineup. This would be a great lineup with Drager and Zaluski. You play Lucas Hernandez in there, who should start as fullback for France. And this is more like a cash line, right? So 84.92, right? If we get rid of all of this, and we go back to the optimal. The optimal is 88.28. It's like, wow, that's four points less. Three and a half points less. But yeah, but it's soccer. But how much of a lot of these projections are based on goals or very wider range of outcomes. So that's why like playing the projected mean optimal in soccer is much different than an NBA where all, all the NBA players are fairly normally distributed, you know, type of projections. Soccer players are much different from one another. ANS comedy didn't have enough of England last night. Tilted my face off all tournament. Still had fun with it though. Yeah, well, I mean, you're not. It's it's rare to see a six to two World Cup game. You needed Saka, right? You needed Saka. You needed Taremi. You needed the two goals from uh, Iran. Soccer is very varying when it comes to goals, because really anyone on the pitch could score. Now some are more likely to score than others, but on, especially with all these set pieces. Corner kicks, free kicks. I mean, some of these cheap defenders, there's going to be like five, six guys in the box going up for a ball. The defenders of midfielders are probably not up there, but it's the taller guys. Okay, anything else? 
kind of explained that about soccer. I've explained this stuff before. Like I said, it'll be a it's a short show today. If you guys, if you got anything in the YouTube chat, let me know. Because other than that, I mean, we're I mean, World Cup's going on right now. I mean, I don't even know what's going on. Did any did anyone score in the? I don't think so. Did anyone score in the uh, Mexico Poland game yet? Probably not. Two underperforming teams. I mean, Poland could look good at times. I mean, both these teams could look good at times. But very inconsistent. ANS Comedy says, I love soccer, MLB, and NHL because they're most varying. I feel like I'm more willing to fade chalk than the field in the lower stakes. Yes. I would still remember the high floor players are still good in GPPs. Like Erickson and Griezmann today. Like, dude, if they get on the score sheet, they could put up 40 points because they are they may be getting 15 to 20 just on peripherals. So those are the people that you don't necessarily fade. It's more of the, the high-priced goal scorers. Try to get a goal cheaper. So if a lot of people are playing Mbappe today, maybe play Giroud for, what, 2,600 cheaper on the same team. Take a shot on Dolberg. I know he didn't score, but he was 6,400. You can get a goal cheaper. That that's the GPP stuff to do. You're not saying that Mbappe doesn't score, but at 11-6, he needs to score twice to kill you. It's like Derrick Henry, right? Those any high-priced goal scorer like that is like Derrick Henry. Like, yeah, most of the time he doesn't kill you, but every once in a while, 40 plus points and you're dead. Those are the type that's what those types of players are. You're not going to get that out of like defensive midfielders. Thomas Delaney ain't going to show up with two goals, right? You're not going to kill, and he's going to be nothing owned. So it, it may not even be in the winning lineup anyway. T Max says, "What's the best statistical indicator of a bimodal distribution?" Well, in our projections, you're not going to be able to see it. Probably, probably goal scoring odds in relation to their projection. I guess maybe. The more goal-dependent players. Because then you also have defensive midfielders that they're normally distributive, you know, projections, but they just don't have a ceiling. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna play, like I, I mentioned, like like Delaney, right? Thomas Delaney, six point projection. That six point projection is pretty normally distributed. He score, he will get somewhere, but he'll get around four to eight. Like that's his upside. His upside is like an assist, maybe. He's going to rarely score. He's going to rarely assist also. So, like, as a defensive midfielder, like, your floor is, like, two or three. And your ceiling is, like, an assist with that. I mean, you just don't – you're not going to be in the box often. You may get, like, two tackles one, a foul drawn, a foul committed. Maybe a deep shot every once in a while. Like, it just – so yeah, so yeah, the standard deviation of someone like Thomas Delaney is is low. But the distribution is kind of like this. It's like there's no there's really no ceiling there. But the forwards, typically if you look at the formations and you go whoever's central and forward typically has a much higher standard deviation. They're much more likely to score, but when they don't, they really don't do anything else. Anus Comedy asks if I'm playing any showdown. Not currently. 
towards the end of the group stage or whatever, maybe I'll play like the late showdown. And obviously when we get to the knockout stages, there'll be much more showdown contests. I prefer the classic slates. Anything else? It'll be a short show. Nice little World Cup show. Last little Tuesday primer for the World Cup. I see a lot of people playing. We have a World Cup channel in our Discord. We have World Cup projections. We had uh, 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 Alex and Sean do a show every night. Or they try to do a show every night to run down the, the next the next morning slate. We got everything. And they get updated. And when the starting 11s come in, the projections get updated. Just sign up and go in the World Cup channel. And I know Tuttle's in there because Tuttle plays soccer. Got Sean and Alex, you know, Fear My Turtle, PSU fans, they're in there. Even Chop, Chop is in there playing. So why don't you come and join us? Click on the link in the description. Get a combo premium subscription. You don't have to just get the soccer stuff. Get NBA, get NFL, get PGA, get everything. MMA, get everything. Get $10 off your first month. By clicking on the link in the description and join. I'll, you can mention me in there. I'm in I'm in the World Cup chat. Right? What are they talking about now? Yeah. They're updating lineups or whatever. Okie doke. I'm not feeling that well, so maybe I'll I'll just get out of here. Right? I gotta get I'll I'll lie on the couch, watch some soccer. Right? Got to make my lineups for tomorrow. Tomorrow, there's a, Spain is a big favorite. I mean, that all three of them are pretty big favorites. I mean, we got Germany is minus 200 favorite. We got uh, Belgium is a minus 200 favorite. And then uh, Spain is a minus 700 or so favorite over Costa Rica. So expect to see. Expect tomorrow, you know, you're going to be playing, probably going to be playing Kevin De Bruyne for Belgium. You're probably going to play uh, maybe Kimmich for uh, Germany. And then you get to find to kind of find some Spain players to jam in, maybe Pedri or Alba. Depends on who they start. Probably, probably, I'm assuming Pedri at 4300 is going to be very popular, especially if Sarabia is not in the lineup. Right? If, if if Sarabia, Paolo Pablo Sal, Sal, Sarabia, if he's not in the lineup, you're going to play Pedri at 4300. I'm pretty sure. And then you have to choose one of their frontline players, right? Between like Torres or Morata or Fati. I don't know who they're going to start up there. That's what it's going to look like tomorrow. And maybe, maybe you even play, uh, if Batshuayi starts for Belgium, he's 6,100 at forward and forward position kind of sucks. To, I mean, the forward position in soccer is the lowest floor position because it's mostly guys that just score goals. So it's, it's often hard to find guys that have like high floors at forward. So that's why you take advantage when you can. When Griezmann is forward eligible, you take advantage of that. Right, you go. Okay, I can fill a forward spot with a guy that doesn't need a goal to get the points that I need. Grant Brand asks, "When are you making lineups? The night before, or during the first game?" Now, typically, I make. Uh, I mean, I make like a dummy. I make a dummy cash lineup based on projected 11s uh, the night before, but I don't make any tournament lineups. So, if I have six lineups, if I have a cash lineup and five GPP lineups, all I'm doing is making a dummy cash lineup, like oh, based on projected 11s. I think I this looks like a good cash lineup. And then just, I'm just changing the goalkeeper for the other ones just to keep them saved. I don't actually make GPP lineups until the starting 11s for the first game come out. You don't know. What's the point in making any choices until then? And then once that happens, then I decide on my cash lineup and then I build my GPP lineups. 
and then also have to plan ahead for, you know, the, the starting 11s for the next two games. Planning ahead, like, okay, I want Lucas Hernandez at 3,700, but what's the, what, I mean, most likely starts at fullback. Varon is, is not going to play. I'm assuming Lucas Hernandez will play fullback for France, but maybe he doesn't. But then I have to plan for that. I'm like, okay, now I have a 3,700 spot and I have nothing in there. So do I have to leave money in order to play someone else? Do I have to move it around? Do I And you have to make those types of choices. So I'm thinking about that in GPP lineups. And then depending on the results of the first game, then I start swapping. Oh, this lineup. Oh, like I had a lineup uh, this morning with Skov Olsen and Dahlberg in it. Garbage, right? Dahlberg at three points, Skov Olsen at like a point and a half. So it's like, okay, I, I can't play France in this lineup. Like, I had Griezmann in that lineup. I'm like, nope, get, get, get rid of Griezmann. Right? It's like, okay, I guess I'm playing, I guess I'm playing Poland. Right? I guess, uh, you know, Australia is something you got you to get a little off the board. Because you're down so far in that lineup. Because you spent, what, 8,300 plus 6,400 on four points. So you got to plan a little ahead for that. But yeah, I, I, don't, I don't make lineups until... No, I, I, I set my alarm for 7.15 in the morning, right? The lineups have already come out 15, early, 15 minutes earlier than that. And then that's when I make my lineups. A&S Comedy says, I don't really follow soccer, so the ownership is throwing me off. It's hard to project ownership. Is, uh, it's hard to project ownership in, in World Cup soccer because there's so many new people playing. If anything, go by, go by. If the, if the players project well, if they have high anytime goal scoring odds, they're probably going to be high. Up. So basically, if they have a good point per dollar projection in, in our projections, right, in a line of HQ, or they have a high raw point projection or high anytime goal scoring odds, those are going to be the higher owned players. And some of these players aren't even owned enough. Ben Slamani was like 40% in my double ups. Erickson was only 60% of my double-ups. 60%. If this was an EPL slate, he would have been nine, he would have been 90% in cash games. Why? Because it's more regulars playing EPL. I mean, just there's a lot of new people playing soccer DFS. So the the the, the projections for ownership could be anywhere. Like, I don't know. I don't even know what Lewandowski is because Lewandowski was not a good play today. Depending on his ownership. If you tell me Lewandowski today is 7% owned, I, I would play him. But I, I I have to expect with new people and they see his name, if they could recognize his name, it's like he's going to be 20% owned. But in comparison to the other guys in that range, like Lewandowski for Poland is much different than Lewandowski for Barcelona or Bayern when he played for Bayern, right? It's, it's, it's not just the Poland is not is nowhere near as good as the club teams. Yeah, Grant Brown, I agree with you. Cash seems soft for the World Cup at lower stakes. That would be correct. A lot of new people playing and also people that like maybe just play a projected, like you'll see people that played. I saw people with Skov Olsen and Dolberg in cash, in my head and head-to-heads. Like playing a $109 head-to-head with, with Skov Olsen and Dolberg in your forward spots. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, thank you. And if they score goals, then, hey, I get beat. Okay, so yeah, run me down. I'm going to play Erickson, right? I'm going to I'm gonna play Griezmann. I'm going to play Ben Slomani. 
right? I'm going to play a cheap defender. I'll play Mbappe in the other forward spot, and you run me down. Just run me down. There's value on the slate. Why, why, you, why are you playing mid-price guys that have, like, no floor also? So that's why, like, just going by the point-per-dollar projections is perfectly fine. If you played one of the Tunisian wingers in cash, that's perfectly fine. If you played Simon Cher in cash or Glick or someone to punt, in, I think that's fine also. If you played Krakowiak as a punt at midfield at 3,500, that's okay. But you probably shouldn't have been playing Skalvalson or Pavard or Mali in cash in those constructions because then you can't get up to Mbappe. And there's really no forwards worth a crap on this slate. Like if you take a look point per dollar wise at forward, the best point per dollar plays were actually the, the Tunisian forwards. If you were going to punt, if you were not going to play Mbappe at forward, you should have played one of the, the, the Tunisian forwards and not Dolberg or Skav Olsen. And it's hard to play in Dembele without even knowing that if he's even going to start. At $8,400, and then you have no swaps. You have no, who are you swapping to? You'd have to leave 600 just to get to Giroud. If you played Lozano in cash, you, you did something wrong. Or Lewandowski definitely did something wrong. Or Henry Martin. Like that's what I mean. The, the forward spot, a lot of times, it's hard to fill for cash games because it's like, oh, they're all goal dependent. Guess I got to get lucky. Either when, all the, when most of the forwards are goal dependent, you typically want to either go way up or way down. Go get the guy that's the most likely to score a goal or you're punting. So someone that can maybe just score four points and then you upgrade all your other positions. That's why going by just this mean optimal projection, like for soccer, the, the standard deviations are too wide. And you could say the same for baseball as well. You end up playing, oh, I play five guys that either hit a home run or strike out. But don't do anything else. Have horrible, like, Four at-bats, zero points, unless they hit a home run. Do you want, like, six of those in your cash lineup? Probably not. Similar type of thing here in soccer. Okay. So that, that about covers it. Give me those thumbs-up buttons on your way out the door. Give me the thumbs-up button. And no, Grant Brown, I don't think you screwed up by playing three defenders on this slate in cash games. It was viable. It was viable, Grant. Perfectly viable. Did I do it? No, but it's it's viable. You're, you're playing guys in in that range anyway. So hit the thumbs up button. Hit the subscribe button. We got NBA. We got NBA stuff later today on the channel. Hit the notification bell to all know all about it. Four game slate. Uh, we got uh, Thanksgiving stuff coming up for NFL. Three game slate there. But then of course, you know Friday when Friday comes around, there'll be all the stuff for the Sunday slate. So it's kind of a quick turnaround for NFL. A quick turnaround for me. No MMA this week, though. So I get a little time off there, and uh, and we'll, we'll we'll come back. We'll come back tomorrow. Wild Card Wednesday. I guess what tomorrow we could talk about the uh, the Thanksgiving slate. Yeah, we'll talk about NFL Thanksgiving slate tomorrow because obviously there'll be no there'll be no pregame show on Thanksgiving on the twenty fourth. But we could talk about the, the Thanksgiving NFL slate. Three game slate. A little bit softer pricing, right? How do you approach that, especially for large field GPPs? I'll take care of you tomorrow. So uh, leave that thumbs up. Hit the subscribe button. And I'll see you again tomorrow. Or answer your strategy questions for DFS, the DFS strategy questions.
for any strategy, for anything. Strategy for anything here, Monday through Friday, 11 o'clock Eastern, on the DFS pregame show on rotogrinders.com.